Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi, everyone. Judge Andrew Napolitano here for Judging Freedom. Today is Monday, August 7, 2023. Larry Johnson will be with us in just a moment. And I will ask him, does Ukraine run the risk of being thrown under the NATO bus? Does it run the risk of being discarded like other vassal states of the United States, Afghanistan, Iraq, Libya, Vietnam? But first this. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Hi, everyone. Judge Napolitano here, and the verdict is in. Everywhere I go, people are complaining how expensive things are and how their stomachs turn every time they get their IRA statement. Listen, many experts are predicting a recession. When, how, where, how bad, who knows? But why wait and see? Do what I did and learn how adding gold to your portfolio can help. Now, you all know that I am a paid spokesperson for Lear Capital, but I believe in Lear Capital. I trust them and I value their products. Lear Capital is the company that I trust for buying my gold. Lear Capital has over 25 years experience and thousands of five-star reviews and a 24-hour risk-free purchase guarantee. Call my friends at Lear today and start protecting your retirement with gold. Here's the number. You see it on the screen. 800-511-4620. 800-511-4620. Or use the internet as I do, Lear, Judge Knapp, 
Dot.com and get your free gold investment guide and learn how to take control of your financial future. Now, listen to this. My friends at Lear are offering to Judging Freedom customers only a $15,000 bonus in gold. Call today and see if you qualify for it. 800-511-4620 or Judge Knapp. Excuse me, Lear, JudgeNap.com. So, Larry, welcome uh, back to the show, of course. Always a, a pleasure to be with you. You Thanks. sent me a piece this morning before the sun came up that uh, was uh, tantalizing. Does Ukraine run the risk of being tossed under the NATO bus or discarded like other former American vassal states? Certainly seems like they're being teed up for that. You know, one of the early indicators in the piece I posted at sonar21.com is a cartoon that was produced that basically showed the West hectoring uh, Ukraine and Ukraine pleading for more weapons and the West promising all sorts of support that never came. So that message is starting to resonate within Ukraine. Then you've heard words from other you know, U.S. leaders and throughout uh, Europe questioning the resolve of the Ukrainians, blaming them for their failure in this counteroffensive, even though objectively it's not Ukraine's fault. Uh, Ukraine has not, uh, it was lacked the air power and other essential elements in order to carry out a successful counteroffensive. But when you look at the history of the United States in dealing with these vassal states, as you call them, Look at Diem and Vietnam. He wound up dead. Manuel Noriega, he was our big buddy, helping us in all sorts of things, and we turned on him, uh, took him to prison. Saddam Hussein, remember the photographs of Don Rumsfeld? You know, arm in arm with Saddam. And then all of a sudden, Saddam is worse than Adolf Hitler. So we've gone from comparing Zelensky to being better than Winston Churchill, which, I mean... That in and of itself is just an example of the delusion of the West to now questioning, you know, raising questions about his drug use and about his corruption. Um, I, I think it's a man. I think his days are numbered. I, I do not see how he survives this. I don't think they're going to let him get out alive. At the risk of going down a rabbit hole, I'm laughing because when I was at Fox and had my show, Freedom Watch, and uh, Rumsfeld was out of office and was selling a book, he wanted to come on the show. You know, we both went to Princeton, uh, different generations. We have uh, many mutual friends. And I started off the interview by putting on the screen a photograph of Rumsfeld and Saddam Hussein. I thought he was going to strangle me. It just wasn't. It just wasn't something he was expecting uh, expecting to see. But, of course, it's the history. It wasn't a doctored photo. It was a real uh, photo. And your point, uh, your point is well taken. Uh, we just finished our conversation with uh, Ray McGovern, who is uh, fearful. And I, I suspect you have the same fear, Larry, uh, of Polish troops coming over uh, the border. I mean, Article 5 says... You know, if NATO troops are fired on, it is the duty of the uh, other NATO signatories to come to their defense, even if the NATO troops instigate right. uh, the firing. How uh, 
itchy is the trigger trigger finger of the Polish president, prime minister, whoever makes these uh, decisions. And isn't it terribly dangerous that intermingled among these 90,000 Polish troops at the Ukraine-Polish border are 40,000 American troops? Yeah, yeah, no, no, it absolutely, it's, it, it's a dangerous tripwire. I, I guess the, the saving grace is that it looks like a majority of the Polish people do not support the government. And there are supposed to be elections soon that could change the face of that government. Uh, I know that the presence of U.S. troops in Poland has is creating some issues. I mean, our, our guys are going to bars, getting into bar fights. There are problems with uh, dating local women, et cetera. So it, it's not it's not a warm, friendly, wonderful place to be from, from that standpoint. But what we're watching is the evolution of the meme. When, when the special military operation started last a year ago, February, the, the, the belief was Ukraine would destroy it would defeat the russians then over time when it became apparent that ukraine could not do that it then was ukraine is going to degrade russia and degrade it significantly and now we're sort of in the third uh, evolution of that where what was once a unified position of nato has fragmented and there is no consensus so that's why countries like poland that are right there on the front along with lithuania estonia are, are looking for their own sort of solution and trying to, they're, they're trying to create an incident that will justify enacting Article 5, bringing the rest of NATO to the fight. How is it that uh, <clears throat> NATO um, uh, and Ukraine itself were so ill-prepared for this war? They, it, it was the intelligence failure. They believe their own. Is that a knowledge. U.S. intelligence failure, yes. Larry? Your, yeah. your, your and McGovern's former colleagues? Yes. A complete intelligence failure. I have to throw Jack Devine in there, of course, as well. Yeah. Well, you know, Jack was part of, you know, I worked with Jack back. I was a junior guy and he was a senior guy on the Contra Wars in Central America. So, uh, you know, Jack is an example of the problem. Instead of stepping back and being able to objectively assess information, they allow partisan uh, feelings to overwhelm that objectivity. And so as a result, you can't st step back and say, look, is Russia really this weak? Well, how can you say Russia's weak when it's the number one country in the world in terms of natural resources and has the mining and industrial capability in place to exploit that? That's not a weak country. And to characterize the Russian military as being weak and inept when the United States itself has not won a war since World War II. Right. You know, our ability to go out and beat up other little countries with no uh, major army is not exactly the kind of accomplishment that uh, qualifies you for the heavyweight champion of the world. So it was this combination of refusing to objectively look at the situation that they absolutely believed that Ukraine, even though it wasn't a member of NATO officially, it was a de facto member, and that Ukraine represented the second largest army in NATO after that of the United States. So they really thought, they were betting all in, that Ukraine could defeat Russia. That didn't happen. Ukraine could degrade Russia. That's not happening. The ones that's getting degraded are Ukraine and NATO. 
want to play a, a clip of President Zelensky. There's an English translation. It's an odd translation. It may be computerized. Uh, but I can't really tell. Uh, but in it, he uses a, a phrase that I've never heard him use before, at least when translated into English. The phrase is sky field. So as, as you watch this, Larry, please think to yourself, did I miss something? Is there a sky shield over Ukraine? Watch this. In this week alone, Russian terrorists have already used 65 different missiles and 178 attack drones against us, included 87 Shahids. We managed to shut down a significant number of them. We will do our best to make the Ukrainian sky shield only stronger. Here in our skies, we can prove that terror is losing. Altogether, we can prove it, all partners. The responsible position of each partner in supplying air defense systems and missiles to them is very important. Complete protection against terror is needed here. Ukraine can win this battle and our sky shield will eventually guarantee security for the whole of Europe. We are equally eager to see F-16 jets in action in Ukrainian skies as soon as possible. Political spin, hogwash, intentional deception. What, what is he talking about? Well, let's remember he is a comedian by trade and history and has been involved with film. So this may be his new material he's trying out in hopes that he has something to do uh, after his presidency is over. You know, look, the Sky Shield is just, uh, I guess it's Ukrainian for Israeli Iron Dome, except it doesn't exist. And the continued insistence that Ukraine is shooting down a whole raft of uh, Russian missiles from hypersonic to conventional missiles, is just nonsense. It's not happening. And what, had, what has transpired, particularly over the last four months, is uh, almost the complete destruction of Ukraine's air defense system so that Russia fixed-wing aircraft now can fly unmolested or virtually unmolested throughout Ukraine. And uh, again, Ukraine has no answer for it. And on top of that, the United States and, and NATO have no answer for it. You remember all the talk about Patriot missile batteries several months ago? Right. Boy, people have been mum about that. And why? because they've proven, number one, that the United States does not have enough to supply, and number two, they have not been effective in theater in defeating the Russian threat. Remember when the uh, documents were released on Telegram, the one that the government says was done exclusively by Jack Deshera, right. the accuracy and authenticity of which the government has never publicly challenged, and how it revealed the thinking of United States senior military officials that by June of 23, three months ago, uh, Ukraine would have no air defense system uh, to speak of. Correct. And that, that, that's what has transpired. And see, the, it's that lack of the air defense system, especially a mobile air defense system. What I mean by that is a, a, a weapon system that can move forward as, as Ukrainian troops are advancing that could then be used to target uh, Russian helicopters and Russia fixed-wing aircraft that are being used to come in and bomb the advancing Ukrainians. Well, they don't have a counter to th that Russian attack. And that's why that's one of the reasons the Russians are causing such devastating losses uh, among the Ukrainian soldiers. Just, Judge, if you go back to those Jack Texera documents, they essentially described uh, 60,000 troops that were being trained by either NATO or Ukraine. I think it was nine by NATO and four by Ukraine, or three by Ukraine. Uh, 
total brigades. And now, the so 60,000 top, there may have been a little fewer. Right now, they're talking about casualties of that, that group of over 40,000. In other words, more than half of those soldiers that were trained have been killed or wounded over the last, since, since the start of this uh, counteroffensive on June 4th. Just so unbelievable losses. So we we have, I don't know, five to one kill ratio. One uh, five Ukrainian uh, soldiers killed or wounded, but but taken off the battlefield for uh, every one uh, Russian. We have uh, Ukraine pinpricks attacking the 25th floor of a bank at four o'clock uh, on a Sunday morning. We have the Ukraine uh, president speaking. Uh, what the world knows is utter nonsense, making up a, a, a non-existent uh, defensive mechanism and calling it Sky Shield. Is this the beginning of the end for Zelensky? Is this the beginning of the end for his government? Is this the beginning of the end of the war? Uh, I would say yes to all of the above. Um, they, you know, I keep hearing people talk about this could go on for two, three, four, five. You know, no, it can't. Because you, it could go on that long if Ukraine on its own could produce the wealth, could produce the weapons, could produce the manpower needed to sustain that operation. But they don't have that. And I'm not seeing the West growing in confidence and generosity and wanting to say, boy, you know, we haven't given enough over the last 18 months. Let's really dig in deep and <laughs> give them everything we got. Now, already the reports are coming out. They're, you know, they're training six pilots, eight pilots. And they're having trouble with that because they can't speak English. If if you if you believe that eight aircraft are going to make a difference in this war, you're delusional. And and yet, the uh, many on the U.S. side have continued to insist that that's a game changer. And so, why aren't professionals like Lloyd uh, Austin saying to the president, eight pilots or eight F-16s means nothing? Or is Lloyd, or is Lloyd Austin just blinded by political loyalty to the Biden ideology of "we'll help you for as long as it takes," which basically means as long as it takes to get reelected? That what we are witnessing, particularly in the United States, is that once you eliminate eliminate the meritocracy, promoting people because of their abilities and their intelligence and their uh, capability to be objective, and you replace it with basically participation awards where people are promoted because they are sycophants, because they will tell you what you want to hear, because they are only concerned about burnishing their own image, then that's what we have now. You don't have anybody willing to talk straight and correctly and accurately detail what's going on in the ground. I mean, when I watch your conversations with Jack Devine, my head explodes. I, it's sad because Jack is so out of touch with reality, and yet he, he keeps insisting that things are true that are simply objectively not true. And yet anybody who tries to make the factual arguments accused of being a Putin puppet, like on the casualty issue, very simple. Monitor social media. Russia doesn't have greater control over social media than Ukraine. And yet in the social media in Ukraine, it's filled with obituaries, images of funerals, graveyards filling up and expanding. 
You don't see that on the Russian side. Now, some of well, Russia's just better at hiding it. No, they're not. In this day and age, with the smartphones we have, with cameras, everything's captured and covered. So that's that's one of the things you monitor to find out who's really taking the beating here. And that's Ukraine, not Russia. Let's go to the other side of the world. What happened this weekend uh, off the coast of Alaska? Why were those Russian and Chinese warships there? Yeah. Called payback. Remember, last August, in August of 2022, the United States and I think with the with the, with the, uh, the British, we sailed through the Sea of China, right between Taiwan and China. Hey, here we come! We're sailing on international waters. We were making a demonstration, and we insisted that's the right. We have that right to pass in the sea. Russia and China just did the same thing to us. They didn't enter our territorial waters, but they just said, "Okay." You want to play that game? We can play too, because this took place in the context there is an ongoing uh, exercise for Indo-PACOM, the U.S. command in the Pacific, with other Western allies with Australia, New Zealand, uh, and Taiwan that is taking place off the coast of Australia, but it's simulating military operations off the coast of China. So that's taking place there. This was just simply China and Russia responding to the U.S. military exercise. And, you know, two can play at this game. What would be an appropriate, if anything, American response to this? Would it be diplomatic? Would it be economic? Would it be military? Well, there's not militarily, we could start a war, which we would <laughs> lose. Um, from a diplomatic standpoint, the Chinese, you know, if we come in to protest that, the Chinese are just going to turn around and say, wait a second. You did that to us first. It'd be like that comment that happened uh, the other day where Anthony Blinken came out and condemned Russia for prosecuting a political opponent, Navalny. <laughs> and all the, all the Russians did was they took Blinken's statement and they replaced the name Navalny with Donald Trump and sent it right back to Washington. You know, <laughs> it's just well, our hypocrisy has grown to levels that, Anybody, even Helen Keller, could see this, and these—it's—it's it's, you know the world is losing its patience with us. So, how much longer can this possibly last? The the uh, the uh, military activity in Ukraine. Uh, I, I think it's it's going to start winding down by December, January. Once the onset of winter comes, the inability of the West to continue to sustain it. One of the wild cards we need to keep our eyes on is if uh, another proxy war between Russia and the United States and NATO breaks out in Niger. Uh, there are indications that that possibility of that uh, is growing, not diminishing. And so once you add that, you, you end up expanding the, the military conflicts around the world that could then complicate support for Ukraine. Larry Johnson, always a pleasure, my dear friend. Thank you for all of your insight we'll see you, we'll see you back here again soon thanks judge of course more as we get it judge napolitano for judging freedom